but she's really good at inventing useless things. And she was quoted something like, you know, saying, well, I saw all these talented engineers making all these super useful things. And I asked myself, you know, how, how can I compete? And uh, the answer was like, I can't. But mm. there really aren't that many people making useless inventions. Mm. <laughs> and so if you want to be the best, if you want to be the best at your game, you should probably play a game that you're either the only one or one of the few. It, it raises your, your odds of being the mm. best. Gotta yeah, create your own lane, really. Yeah, and a way you can do this is by asking yourself uh, four questions. The first is, "Move, you can't handle this. I'm where you wanna be, nonstop. Involve out the pain like cemetery. Duck feet, keep the sandals cool. Mama told me write down what you wanna be. How can you not see ideas go quantumly? The mission should be foraging. Tommy HG to LLC to INC. Silence a nigga, keep it PC. Set the smile to black and friendly." Good morning, Grinders. Welcome into the final episode of Season 3. Episode, what, 31 is it, Keaton? Yes. Yes. Incredible. Wow, 31 episodes. We were just talking last week how amazed we were that we made it to 30. We're at 31 now. It's like every week there's a new episode. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, so today on the podcast, we've got a lot to cover. We're going to do our normal BS at the start of it. We'll get to our goals. And then we've got... Uh, a fun little uh, trilogy of chapters to finish out the Atomic Habits book uh, if you want to talk about our book club today, Jacob. Yeah, we actually have a whole section. Um, like Ben said, this is our last episode and in grinder fashion, we put everything off until the end because <laughs> we love procrastinating. So chapter one is the truth about talent. Uh, chapter two is the Goldilocks rule, how to stay motivated in life and work. And then the final chapter is the downside of creating good habits. What? Wow. Downsides. What, why yeah. did I, uh, James, why did, I, why did I read this book the last three months? <laughs> yeah, we read like 19 chapters. And he's like, <laughs> by like, the way, this isn't actually good for you. It's actually worse <laughs> for you than it is good. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to we're going to cover those things and the the section is called how to go from good to great. So, our content's been good up to this point, but it's about to get great. Incredible. And then of course, we're going to finish up after the book club going over next week's goals which will go into the first episode of season 4. Um as well as just kind of maybe uh just just wrap up season 3, you know? I think uh there's going to be a champion crowned today. Uh who knows who it'll be? Uh, we'll get to that after our first round of goals, but it's going to be, it's going to be a fun episode. So make sure you stick around. Yeah. Don't, don't leave right now. Whatever you do, don't stop listening right now. (laughs) Now, I don't know about you boys, but, uh, I'm coming in a little, uh, a little, uh, hampered. Uh, I, uh, ended up, uh, I was, I've gotten into rollerblading the last week and I was practicing my, my sick rollerblade tricks. You know, I was doing my 180 heel grabs, um, you know, my, my uh, do-si-do side twists I ended up taking a pretty hard spill, landing backwards on my wrist uh, and ha- getting a, a mild to moderate uh, to severe somewhere ben in that is not realm. a doctor and he has no uh, idea how bad he's hurt. <laughs> mild to moderate. <laughs> All I know is my wrist hurts right now. I can't do much with it. Um, I can barely even hold my phone. So uh, here's to a quick recovery for me. Ben, Ben, do you ha- do you have a protuberance? Um, not much swelling and no protuberance. So, uh, I'm hopeful that it'll be, it'll resolve. It's you know the the intense pain will resolve in a, a day or two. But yeah, I, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know it's Hanukkah, and so I played uh, some dreidel last night, and I didn't do too well. And I think that's because I was spinning with my left hand instead mm. of my right hand spinning <laughs> the the dreidel. So, uh, you know, hopefully, you know Hanukkah, we've got what. Five nights left. I'm hopeful that by night five, I'll be back to full strength and spinning, spinning the dreidel with my right hand. Um, so speaking of your injury, Ben, did it uh, hamper any of your goals this week? Um, you know, as much as I would like to blame, uh, you know, my 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 failure to get a star this week on my wrist, I cannot. Um, I'll go into my goals right now. Great transition, Jacob. Thanks. Um, so goal number one uh, is uh, do star daily habits four times. I think I did those zero times. But 
I did a lot of my like core daily habits. So it wasn't like a complete lost week. I right. just didn't do like some of the some of the extra, you know, fringe daily habits. Uh do start weekly habits. I also did oh sorry. Wait a second. Yeah, I don't I don't know where your your goals yeah, yeah, are. So I, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, listeners. Um so I'm just gonna start from the top on this one. <laughs> Then you were like just reading. You're like, I have no idea what so, my goals are, but this sheet tells me. <laughs> goal number one, uh, I did catch myself. Uh, goal number one is uh, make a planned and edited video. I did that. Uh, goal number two is update resume. I did that. Goal number three is set long-term goals in all areas. I did that. Uh, I didn't finish that. Like, I think that there's still some edits that I have to make, but I put in a good amount of effort, so I'm giving it to me. Uh, goal number four is restructure weeklies. Uh, I mostly, I'm not going to give myself that one because I didn't have a f- finished weekly structure, but I did a lot of work on that one too, but I did not do that. And then goal number five is do dailies and expectations five times. Like I said, <clears throat> I did not do that, but I did do a good job doing, you know, the, the core dailies and expectations, although I didn't do all of them. Nice work. So that was a, a three out of five to finish. Three the out season. of five. Was it a good week? It was a pretty good week. It was an interesting week. Uh, it started out in Long Beach, Washington, just you know, really, really enjoying life, soaking up some great weather, and then I kind of got a, a little bit of a shock when I came back because my Tuesday, my first day back in, I like slept in and then just had a really hectic day. So there was like no time to take a breath. So it was straight from like vacation mode into like hectic life mode. And that kind of jolted me a little bit, but I kind right. of, I, I, I coped as the week went on, kind of got back into my, my normal routine and, uh, and f- found some solace in that, in that normal daily routine, uh, in the tail end of the week. Are you, are you happy to end the season this way? You know? Yeah. I think it, cause it's making me hungry for season four, you know, season mm. three, I gave it a good run at the perfect season and came up short about halfway through. <laughs> Um, but season four, I'm hungry. I'm ready to go. I I'm, I'm getting all my ducks in a row for 2021. I'm going to be highly motivated out the gate. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty hot right now. I'm on a hot streak. Um, Mm. so you're, you're about to hear about that. So first goal was yoga in the morning, five times and five times active. And your boy did yoga in the morning seven times and was active seven times. Uh, the second goal was no phone in the room after 9 p.m. I failed that last Sunday, <laughs> so <laughs> immediately failed. But the rest of the week, I was really good about it. Um, three was 100 ounces of water a day, meditate five times and eat healthy. I did that. Um, four was read a page a day, three edited photos, three social media posts. I did that. And then my daily goal every day of Duolingo, I also did that. So it was a... Uh, Incredible. It was a rocking week. It was a four out of five wow. week. It felt like that's a five two stars out of five in a row week. for you, right? That's right. I'm heating up. Man. Yeah. It's, season three was rough, but season four is about to be hot, hot, hot. So let, let me ask you, what do you think was the split these last couple of weeks compared to like, you know, really the rest of season three where you, you really underachieved uh, for the most part? Yeah. Um, the honestly, it was the chapter from. Atomic Habits where it's just show up so Mm. I usually aim for perfection so it's like if I'm like oh I'm just really not feeling yoga this morning like just oh I don't even think it'd be that good and then I just won't do it but this week I was like you know what I'm gonna do it for like 10 minutes and I'm not even gonna like follow a video I'm just gonna do some like yoga stretches cool but then it it like keeps the yeah it's like the small win and I'm like hell yeah like I'm killing it and then suddenly I'm doing it all the time Make it easy. Make it easy. That's, that's something. Just show there. up. M- make it visible or invisible. Your choice, according to James Clear. Well, then don't get too crazy with the rules. D- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I've read the book and I'm like, I don't, I know that applies, but like, how does it apply? <laughs> make it easy definitely does though. I I got that yeah, stab in the dark. The show up also makes it very very yeah, apparent as well. All right, go off, Keaton. <clears throat> <clears throat> number one have the t- tv off at 10 30 times five i didn't do it oh. number two look at my habit stack and circuit daily perform one uh task that's listed on the sticky note each time i did that nice 
Kindle waiting for me on bed, ev- made bed every night. Cool. I did that. Plus I plus I read every night. Nice. And then number four, do something active every day and have 120 ounces of water six days out of the week. I did that. And 15 minutes of bass guitar fundamental practice. I almost did it, but not quite. Oh, oh. so close. I actually I actually screwed it up on Sunday. Like uh, oh, last first Sunday. day. Yeah, really. Um. But I got all the other days, so so close. Yeah, it was a good good goal. Yeah, but hey, uh, good job on the reading. Um, not only not only having your Kindle ready for you on the bed, but actually reading too. That's above and beyond, right there. That should almost well, that be actually check mark, check mark. Last week was read a page before. Yeah, sleep, but I didn't have the Kindle um, as readily available. Mm. So that that was the difference. You asked me last week, Ben, why couldn't you just read a page? Yeah, I was disappointed. That, that was why. Right, I got. I, you. I had okay. a day this week where I actually only read a page. How, really? Was yeah. it satisfying? I, I, um, I think I did that too. I mean, I just like really didn't want to read, and I was like, dude, I can read a single page. And then I read the page, and I was like, okay, I'm going to bed now because I like was up later than I wanted to be to get enough sleep. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna. Just gonna read a page and go to bed. Wow! I did that. I did that uh, on Monday, I think, and it was because uh, Kenzie Kenzie was here, so I just read one page to softly <clears throat> introduce her to the new habit. <laughs> but, you're like, t- but you're like, I'm Kindle reading away. a page because I have to do this habit. And she's like, just give me I literally sixty I, seconds. I said I, I, re- I read before bed now because I'm a reader. See, I was ca- I was casting. There we go, votes. casting votes. Nice. Yeah, wow. For for my identity, that's great. I read before bed now. Wow, a changed All man. Right, Keaton. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Keaton, three out of five. Um. You know, res- three out of five is a very respectable week, in my opinion. It doesn't quite earn a star. Uh, how was your well, week? It was like a, It was like a. It's like a three point nine five, mind you. Oh. Right. Yeah. So hey, hey, so was mine, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um. But how was your week otherwise, Keaton? Uh, it was good. It's kind of a blur. Wow. Um, I spent a great deal of my Friday cleaning up poison. <laughs> so ominous. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna share right now, so or are you that, waiting for uh for uh stories later on? Our stories section. That was a little stress. A little stress. Kind of a stressful day. You know, I'm um, very curious. I'm gonna want to hear this at some point. <clears throat> Do you want me to? Just like yeah, we should yeah. just go into it now, you know. Let's go into it. Yeah. Interest is peaked. What's silver and has a lot of surface tension and kills people? Mercury. Mercury. Uh, I broke a I broke an old thermometer. Oh no! And it was really a really old thermometer, and some mercury went everywhere. So I cleaned it. Um. And opened all the windows, but then later, I found a lot of mercury on my camera backpack. Oh, jeez! Like that I use every day, and it was like right between two zippers, so I know I'd probably been touching it. And so I was like, "Frick!" Because it's really hard to—you're not really able to get it out of fabric. So I took it outside, and I cut it open. <laughs> like I like tried to, I like tried to cut a square out of my backpack fabric of like where the mercury was and then it got onto another spot oh, of Jesus. my backpack as a result and then it got on my new pants wait is this all in the alleyway yeah oh my yeah, god yeah i took it outside to cut the backpack yeah. and right i just um, i just can't imagine walking downtown bellingham looking to my left passing an alleyway and there's a man cutting holes in his backpack and you know he's like no 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 he's like getting on his pants getting on his backpack more yeah i got it on my new pants uh so you know i'm cleaning up poison and it's stressful and uh so then i i threw away my backpack because it just wasn't working out and i threw away my pants man and then I came back inside and I I spent money on a new backpack and some new pants and probably spent hours researching too. 
Is that true? I know you're an over-researcher. No, no, no. Well, no. Actually, I made a decision pretty fast. I only had to look at... I only had to look at 10 products, and I only closely looked at three. Hmm. I rest my case. Now, uh, you should have just tried to sell your pants and backpack, but with the disclaimer, like, there's some mercury, <laughs> some poisonous mercury spilled on these items, just to see if there's any, any fish out there yeah, willing sh- to take a bite. should have put you know? it on Craigslist for sale, <laughs> poison pants. <laughs> Poisoned backpack and pants. Like, yo, this backpack's chromed out. this thing's tricked out dude just being very vague with the disclaimer like not directly saying that it has mercury on it yeah but just alluding to that i took a picture of it and sent it to my mom and she was like that looks kind of pink are you sure it's not taco sauce and (laughs) and i looked at the picture and i realized it was like kind of pinkish and then I thought for like a second and i realized it's because the uh, mercury is so chrome that it was like reflecting my Kind of like orangey walls. Mm. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. So it looked like taco sauce in the photo. Are you sure it wasn't reflecting your shirt? Oh, Keaton's wearing an mm. orange shirt today. Yeah, it, for those who are who aren't watching our live stream, actually, they can't, be, they can't be watching. It looks orange, but your your uh your camera quality is also bad. Well, yeah, it's Ooh. it's because because it's of not because Wi-Fi. of the camera. It's because of the light. That's bouncing off an orange wall and color casting onto me. Well. Get fucked. Who knows? Anyway, uh, Keaton, I'm glad you're alive and still with us. Um, despite not having any kind of uh, uh, hazmat suit while cleaning up the poison, I hope that your lifespan isn't ended uh, by a 10 or 15 years through this whole ordeal. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Ten or no, I said I, no, 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 Jacob. I said I hope it isn't. Oh, I thought you said I hope it is, <laughs> which I would not condone. I hope Keaton lives ten to fifteen years longer because of this. Right? He's like he's he's got it a little bit in his system. So like when we reach a you know end of the world, end of the times, apocalypse, he's already he's already immune throughout the atmosphere. He's yeah, he's immune. Yeah, yeah. it's like the Pfizer vaccine kind of. Yeah, exactly. Just a little, little dose. An investment in yourself, you know. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I'm gonna go ahead and move us on to standings. Um, Final standings. So, uh, you know, Keaton stays in last place with uh, five stars as he got three out of five, failed to pick up a star, although he came close. Three point nine five out of five. Jacob moves into second place uh, with six stars, and your champion. For season three, the first time uh, sole champion of a strictly business season. That's false. Is me. That's false. Ben. Well, I mean, for me, first time for me. Being the, the <laughs> yeah, quit, quit, quit. I'm, I'm just cutting you off right there because that's not true. <laughs> the uh, and your reigning champion, Ben Zakheim. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Go Ben! All I can't right. clap right now, so I have to make clapping sounds with my mouth. Wow! Thank you, thank you. Uh, actually, I've, I've prepared. I prepared speech. a yo, speech. Yeah, actually, uh, I've actually prepared a speech here, so uh, I'll just pull that out real quick. Um, I I am humbled and honored to be here accepting the season three championship. You know what? I can't. I can't do this. I gotta go off the top here. Um, from the heart, uh, I'm honestly am so honored to be here right now. Uh, to all the haters on Instagram, Twitter, you you know who you are. Uh, James Meal, uh, Todd Krushenko, uh, uh, Marianne uh, Poppy, uh, and Lucas uh, Ralnat. Yeah. Uh, just to name a few, I did it. So screw you guys. I'm the champion. Uh, and by screw you guys, I mean the haters, not not you, Jacob, and not you, Keaton. Right. Uh, screw you guys, haters, because uh, I'm the champ, and you know I, I I told you so. Thank you. Well, I really thought there was gonna be more compassion in that speech. It seemed like a lot of anger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, if Lucas crazy, if Lucas Ralnat wasn't on Reddit like twice a day talking about me on our strictly business reddit forum then he he wouldn't have gotten served like that but you know lucas you had it coming so deal with it up yours lucas yeah well that was 
Amazing, Ben. Thank you for that speech. Absolutely. Um, I'm happy I could. I'm happy I could deliver it. I really liked the throwing of the paper. So, uh, also for uh, for listeners at home, that is correct. Jacob has yet to win a, a championship, <sighs> but but I think we're all optimistic here at Strictly Business that he might get his chance in season four. It seems like he's he's really bought into the whole showing up philosophy. And I think that he might uh, might not uh, do him himself in so much by uh, maybe setting unreasonable or unattainable goals for season four. Yeah, Jacob, do my... you have any any preview for our listeners for season four? For the whole of season four, for my season four, your season four goals related mm, to goals. My uh, so my season four goals are going to be tied to my like year long goals. Nice. So it uh. It's going to be more succinct and I feel like I'm going to really like have like, uh, I'm kind of blanking on what to say. Cut this out, Keaton. Cut it out. It's too embarrassing. I, I, I'm not ready. <laughs> you can, you want to retry? <laughs> I'll um, try again. We can just. Yeah. So Ben asked a question again, so I can, I can okay. be prepared. Uh, so Jacobs, uh, speaking of season four, you know, and, and maybe your first, uh, attempt at getting that championship, uh, do you, do you have anything, uh, planned for, for your goals in season four to maybe help you get, get your name on the championship banner for the first time? Wow. That's a really good question, Ben. Um, yeah, I do have some, do have some plans. Uh, I'm going to tie my year long goals to my weekly goals. So that I can work on them throughout the year and like have tracks that I go down. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think you guys are done number four. Wow. Do you nice. hear that, listeners? Shots fired already. Take two. Worth it. Um, Keaton, I, I ask you, uh, is there anything our listeners should be looking forward to for season four relating to the podcast or your goals? Whichever you want to answer, honestly. Um, yeah, the podcast is, is going to be a little different. It's, Mm. it's an experimental season. We're going to have three experimental guests throughout the season. And we're going to be experimenting on them kind of like they're, uh, lab rats, but, but lab rats that we love. Right. And, and, uh. It's gonna things. It's gonna feel a little different, a little spicier, little, little more straight to the point. So it's gonna be pretty fun. It's gonna be a good time. Man, I can't <laughs> wait. And I, I noticed that you said it's gonna be an experimental season. Yeah. And I'm a little curious because I, I feel like all of our seasons up to this point have also been experimental. Am I am I incorrect in thinking that? Um. Yeah. I mean, like bro science. You know. Right, true. Like so, we're, we're sh- you're saying we're shifting away from bro science. We're we're somewhere on the spectrum, and we're sliding a bit more towards scientific. And even though we may not be scientists, at least we're trying to be strategic and purposeful. That's the key Very difference. Cool. We're becoming I'll, scientists. I want to point out that Jacob could maybe be qualified as a data scientist. No, I, I uh, wouldn't. But go that I far. see your point. Sorry, I'm actually the only person in this chat room with a degree in the sciences. Hmm, that's that's true. I'm a BA. I'm a BA no. as well. So uh, you, out of all the, the all the times <laughs> you guys have been able to look at me and say, "Sorry, you're not a business major," I can say, "Sorry, you're not a scientist." Wow, you're right. Yeah, you got us there. Yep. Well, Ben, do you have anything that you want to talk about for your upcoming season or our upcoming season? You, you know, that, I'm so. uh, not really. I'm 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 really looking forward to uh, doing the same thing that you are, Jacob, and being a little more fa- formulaic with why I'm setting my weekly goals the way I am, um, relating to like long term aspirations. Uh, I'm ki- gonna kind of take a page out of James Clear's book, quite literally, <laughs> uh, and we'll talk about that maybe on the on the podcast today in terms of uh, the steps to mastery. Is you know it's you know kind of setting my weekly goals to take small steps maybe each month towards a year-long aspiration in terms of achieving some ability Mm. or some achievement. Well, don't do too good of a job of that because I need to win season four. So I'm kind of curious how many 
how many long term goals are you you guys setting for season four? Uh I don't I don't want to go or more than like five in the specific long term goals, but I am going to set like standards that I want to meet or work towards uh for all my interests uh like areas of interests and hobbies. Uh, but those don't, I'm not necessarily going to count those as long-term goals because they won't be necessarily quantitative. It'll just be like an idea that I'm trying to reach. Whoa, an idea. Like, so for example, be like able to express myself musically through keyboard would be something Mm. like that. Yeah, man. That sounds like the, like the artist's plight, you know, will you ever, will you ever feel that way? I don't know. I can I can get better at it though, you know. If yeah. that's if that's the the light at the end of the tunnel, I can take steps to uh to get closer to that. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have five long term goals for the year. Are you categorizing your goals? Are you like choosing different areas of life and choosing goals or? Um, I don't know yet. You don't know. I've yet. I've written like probably like seven goals, and I need to uh, iron them out and see which ones are the ones I'm sticking with. Cool. So it's been a process. I, I might organize it like that, Keaton. The reason I didn't give myself a check mark for my long-term goals is I kind of just like wrote down a bunch and I'm going to try to just narrow them down to the most, what are the kind of the most important to me or most prioritized. Great. Scary. We're hit, about to hit year two. How, how about you, Keaton? I'm curious to hear, have you done any long-term planning for uh, 2021? I have, but just like, uh just like more like jacob i'm uh just kind of working on centering my focus so lots of exciting stuff coming up for season four uh there's a guaranteed win from jacob that's on the record um as well as just some some shifts away from bro bro science which i think you know everyone can can get with you know i think bro science that's a thing of the past we're moving away from that we're going more towards uh towards uh you know more more fake uh, and uneducated science, which arguably is better. Yeah. So with all that being said, we're heading into the new year with a mantra. What is that mantra? Uh, new Lena, Year's resolution. Lena, oh, f- New Year's resolution. Damn. Shit. Ah, we're at, Jake, Jacob, you should say too. it too. F- new Year's resolutions. Yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Better everybody. Like never. You know. <laughs> I, because we we all know it. New Year's resolutions are jacked, right? We They're don't we don't dumb. have the structures when we set our New Year's resolutions. And what we're aiming to do in season four is we're aiming to experiment with ourselves, but also research and deliver some information that will help provide that structure to make sure that new, your New Year's resolutions don't fall flat in January, February, or February. Like that's or March, even or March, yeah, they don't fall flat all or ever. year. Yeah, they don't fall flat ever. Well, potentially. Yeah, right. Because if you, I guess, if you succeed in them, they wouldn't fall flat. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm excited for season four. I'm very excited. I think it's going to be our best season yet by a landslide. I agree. Uh, I mean. Uh, it should be noted that me and Jacob are going to be on two week vacations going into 2021. So the amount of time that we have to dedicate to our, our content on this podcast, unparalleled it's to disgusting past how much time we have. I'll, I'll be on a vacation too. No way. My life be like, Ooh, copyright, copyright, copyright. You're right. Yeah, no, this we is can't go no, more than that, six seconds. No, shut shut your mouth. That's that's some acapella that we're allowed to do that. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're, huh. you're allowed to you're allowed to go acapella and do a cover. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of the finishing final. finishing the this year, well, let's talk right. about finishing Atomic Habits. Hmm. Good transition, man. Thanks. Crazy. Really bailed me out there. <laughs> Always on standby. <laughs> uh, so like we said at the beginning, this whole section was how to go from good to great. So that he started talking in chapter 18 called The Truth About Talent, which was he started discussing like two different gold medal winners in the Olympics, Phelps and... Oh, Gero- no. don't Gerouge. Even, don't. Ugh. I, 
G-E-U-R-R-O-U-J. Do it that first time. Uh, I think it was L. No, it's Icham. What? Oh, man. I thought he... Didn't he have another short name that he went by? Icham Icham El Garoj. L, see? Yeah, and uh, see, (laughs) as you can see, we've had trouble approaching this already, this topic, how to go from good to great. So that's why on this episode, we have our guest, Stephen Cahillane, Kellogg's CEO uh, for for Frosted Flakes. That... <laughs> nice. Hey, hey, Stephen. How how you doing today? Shit, we we lost him. All right, boys. It's just that. Oh, shoot. God damn it. Hey, we gotta we gotta go. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, try to work out. Hopefully, we'll get him on before the end of the the episode. Uh, we I'll I'll work on getting those those kinks ironed out. Yeah, be better, Ben. Um, so basically, what he was saying in this chapter was to maximize our success. Um. You got to choose the right field of competition. So if Michael Phelps wanted to be an Olympic sprinter, his body would not be right for it because he's got those long back and short legs. <laughs> those short little and those short little legs. <laughs> those short little legs. And uh, El Garouf, Garou, um, mm. would not be a good, not be a good swimmer because he's got really long legs and a short little torso. And probably short little arms, potentially. Probably short. Well, who knows? I guess we don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. But we know his legs were long. So basically what he was saying was genes are not going to determine your destiny, but they determine like what you have a better chance to be good at. So when it comes to like habits and finding things that you're good at, you know, just do the stuff you're good at and it'll be easier to create those habits. Like, you know, it. I'm not going to set a tw- goal for 2021 at five foot eight and three quarters to go dunk a basketball, you know, although maybe I could do it. It's just not in my gen- genetic makeup more than likely for me to be able to do it. So it'd be an unrealistic goal. Right. And, uh, on top of what you're already good at, it's important to find what matters to you. So like, you don't want to be like, Oh, like, yeah, I want to dunk a basketball. So if I was to do that same thing, of like, I want to dump a, dunk a basketball this year, I'd be like, wait, that's not even important to me. Like, why would I, why would right. I set this as a goal if I don't care Who? about it? So Who in your life wants you to dunk? You know? Probably Ben. He'd be really proud I, of him I would dunk a basketball. You don't live for Jacob ever dunked a basketball. Don't live for Ben. Live for you, Jacob. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I want to do. That's yeah. a good so, lesson to our listeners. Don't, don't live for me. Live for you. That's right. Something that, Something that really uh, spoke to me in this chapter was he's like, how do you how do you find what's important? You try things out. And he didn't really go into too much detail about that. He was just saying, like, try new habits. But I think we found a, a pretty cool way here at Strictly Business on how to find what's important to us and what we're good at by setting these weekly habits and goals. I agree. And I, it's, it's really yeah. a, it's been a long, long, long game, right? Like it's been slowly us ironing out what's important and what we want to do. But, you know, after one year, I'd say we all have a better, more clarity on, on you know, what our priorities are and what we want to kind of gear our goals towards. It's interesting. I was talking to my friend and uh, he, he's a diehard listener and he was reflecting on our earlier episodes, um, season one and season two and was commenting on how he as a listener has noticed how when we first started out we were not always sure about our goals we were kind of just like yeah i guess i'm doing this this week you know (laughs) right and we've fallen we've gone the opposite direction we've fallen into these like loops of like almost repeat goals each week um and then refining details about them so so i have to say the uh the data is there we just need to sort it you're right yeah. Um, if if you are trying to figure out what you're good at and you don't know what you're good at because you're trying to follow, you know, stereotypes and examples you've seen set, perhaps consider creating your own game that you are good at. Do you right. want to explain that in more detail, Heaton? Yeah. So <clears throat> I grew up playing basketball. And I, I just wasn't that good at it. So I made a game called Poop Ball. Mm. And 
I am the best at poop ball. Huh? Poop ball? Yeah, I just made a game the- that I'm way, but be- I'm better than anybody at it. You know, I w- I will say off that, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm um, a novice rock climber, but I, I definitely don't have the build where I'll I'll be able to become an elite rock climber by any means. Um, but I, I created a game called Mountain Goading where you climb up rock faces with only your feet, not allowed to use your hands. And so my mm. plan with that is to continue developing, get really good at it, and then once I'm elite, then creating it as a sport so that no one else has time to train for it, and I'm at the top of the game by the time it becomes a sport. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, so in all seriousness, I don't play poop ball. I don't even know what poop ball is. But oh. <laughs> uh, if, if anybody out there who's listening, or you two, watch TED Talks, or listen uh, to TED Radio Hour, they had a, a speaker named Simone Gertz. I think that's how you pronounce it. And she invents useless things. But she's really good at inventing useless things. And she was quoted something like, you know, saying, well, I saw all these talented engineers making all these super useful things. And I asked myself, you know, how, how can I compete? And uh, the answer was like, I can't. But mm-hmm. there really aren't that many people making useless inventions. Mm. <laughs> and so if you want to be the best, if you want to be the best at your game, you should probably play a game that you're either the only one or one of the few. It, it raises your, your odds of being the best. Mm. Got to yeah. create your own lane, really. Yeah. And a way you can do this is by asking yourself uh, four questions. The first is, what is fun for me but work to others? What makes me lose track of time? What am I better at than others? And what comes natural to me? So sit down and do some soul searching about those things. I know I need to do that because I'm still not sure. But think about it long and hard and you'll, you'll come up with something, I swear. I swear. I'm sure you will. You're all smart, bright individuals out there. You can do it. I mean, it gets difficult, it gets difficult right? Like, we've all pigeonholed ourselves. I make videos you know, for a large part of my living. And a year ago, I probably would have told you like, maybe a year and a half ago, I probably would have told you like, I love making videos. I'm going to do that my whole life. And it's like, I, I thought I, I was just pigeonholing myself. I thought I was just like a video maker, but it turns out I don't like making a lot of videos. Mm. So mm. you start to get refined, right? Cause now I like making videos that have some form of narrative or story. And, and it's, I imagine that's just going to keep, keep refining and, I know like Jacob was kind of like gunning to be a data scientist for a long time. And I imagine right. he's got a lot more direction with something like that now too. Exactly. I'm, I'm the type of guy who's like, I'm going to do this. And then I like find out as much as I can about it. And I'm like, Hmm, like I liked some aspects of this, but then I'm going to take what I like from this and what I don't like. And then like add it to something else. And it's like this constant struggle of like, I'm not quite sure, but I'm taking things from, different walks and it's uh it's worked so far so stay tuned and i I think uh a lot of that might go back to the you know i don't want to go on too long of a tangent but the action versus emotion as i think a lot of us are just saying what we want to do or what we want out of life or you know activities and we're just going and doing them and then we're further refining it through that action uh where if it wasn't that action maybe we wouldn't realize exactly you know what it was we wanted or what aspects of certain things we wanted out I'm with you a hundred percent. You're like, you're constantly staying in action, but that after a while gets kind of boring. Um, so like if you're achieving your goals too often, you're like, Oh, this is like too easy. But if you're also like never achieving your goals, you're like, this is too hard. So there's this thing Mm -hmm. called the Goldilocks zone where it's like the perfect challenge. So you keep coming back, but that way you can continue to improve without getting too bored or, not succeeding at all. Now, scientists have tried to quantify what is this, what is this uh, Goldilocks zone? And to help people understand this a bit better, oftentimes uh, this is called a flow state too. And mm-hmm. scientists tried to quantify this and it's often not quantifiable. But if you are doing a task that is roughly 4, 4% more difficult than you're comfortable with, then you're kind of hitting that sweet spot of you have these tasks within this objective that are automatic, but you also have challenges presenting themselves to you that keeps you engaged throughout. 
And let me just say with, with my rollerblading, I was for the last week, I was in the Goldilocks zone. I was flowing, listening to music, dancing, moving, doing some sweet tricks. And I, I kind of uh, moved moved to the, the far edge of the Goldilocks zone a little bit too much towards the failure part of it, part of the curve. Uh, when I did my my fly double McTwist uh, 3000. And wow. that's, you know, you know, that's something that you got to be careful of. And failure can come in a variety of different ways. For me, it was a sprained wrist. Um, for others, it can be frustration of maybe just, you know, setting too ambitious of a goal and then just it being overwhelming and not reasonable, for example. Like, say you have a really important long-term goal that's important to you. Instead of just setting that one goal that might seem overwhelming, you should start working your way there with like shorter term goals and habits. So that way you can get those small wins on your way, working up to that big goal. Yes. Yes. Now, either one of you, I have a big, I have a big, yes, I have (laughs) a big question for you too. What, what's the, (laughs) I, I'm probably butchering this. What's the difference between a professional and an amateur you, you applying what we've learned so far i know i know i know i know i'm gonna jacob go. jacob <laughs> um a professional so you see someone who's just achieving at the highest level and they're you're like man like how do they like say it's an athlete you're like man how do they love like playing soccer that much or like how do they love going to the gym that much and like working so hard every day like i just wish i had that amount of passion but that's actually a fallacy and they don't love it any more than you do they just are fine with being bored so i mean yeah they obviously they're they're passionate about their sport but they're sitting in the gym and repping that bar over and over and they're bored because they've done it way more than you have so since they're fine with being bored they're able to go out and like become the better version of themselves I would say that professionals stick to the schedule. Amateurs let life get in the way. Hmm. Well, I know that something I do, this is not this is not like a good example of it. This is more like me failing. So I will like create this schedule and like structure. And then it's like working so well. And I like, for example, like I'll have like super high energy. I'll be like feeling super good. And then I will like almost always like self-sabotage and like stay up too late or like smoke weed and like throw off my habits and then I'm just like damn it like <laughs> why did I do that because I was doing such a good thing because I just like bored of success almost like you wow. get so used to feeling good then you're like well I gotta like I don't know this is like boring now but you gotta just stick with it and keep challenging yourself damn. and I've kind of been on both ends of this spectrum in terms of professionals and amateurs uh, for basketball um, I should clarify, I've never been a professional basketball player or even a collegiate one high school, who knows? Um, but anyway, so, but for basketball, it was always kind of a, uh, like during, during kind of the, uh, the less active parts of my life, it was a solution to boredom. And so, and the way I would put it is like, it w- I prioritized it. So if I was bored or if I didn't have anything to do, or if I just needed some sort of like release, basketball was top of the priority. And I think that that's kind of the professional mindset in terms of like, yeah, it might not be that exciting. I might be doing the same thing day after day, but it's like, it's a priority. It's something that like, I, 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 I take some solace in the boredom, you mm-hmm. know, there's maybe it's therapeutic or whatever. And so I use basketball maybe as more <laughs> therapy than I did an actual thing that I'm trying to develop. And now, mm-hmm. you know, in recent years, um, it's kind of shifted more to amateur where like, I have more things going on in life. I have more things that I'm trying to do or um, develop at. And so ba- basketball started to take kind of a back seat. And so in that sense, I still enjoy the boredom as much, but I just have more options on what I can do. And therefore basketball isn't really prior- prioritized. And I let life get in the way like an amateur would. Out of all the things I'm like decent at, I haven't super strategically approached all of them. And I would say right now with my bass playing, even though I'm still definitely an amateur, like I've only been playing for like consistently for like seven, eight, eight months, maybe nine now. Uh, but this week I've done one week of very strategic uh, planned out practice sessions. And within one week, I already felt the boredom. 
Hmm. But it's interesting because I've already seen results from doing the same routine 15 minutes every day. And so it's making me wonder like, shit, okay, so if I kept on doing this for God knows how long and perfected it, well, I would reach like mastery on this super basic thing I'm doing. And all of a sudden I would become extremely bored, right? Because there's like no challenge anymore. It's literally just doing it and maintaining that skill. So I'm looking forward Mm. to to mastering it and then seeking like what's the next thing that I'm going to practice like over and over and over again at least 15 minutes every day. So I have like some level of mastery on this lower tier skill. And then I have like some balance of challenge with this like newly advancing skill. And it's just inspired me to think like that with more things, you know, with basic, the idea just came naturally. That's actually what he's talking about in chapter 20 at the beginning of the chapter is mastering one skill and then moving on to mastering the next one. Because once you master that first skill you actually science has shown that you like start to decline in performance over time because you like you're like oh like i know how to do this like i don't need to continue to challenge myself so finding ways to master a single skill and then move on to like that next skill is how you like continue to get better so it sounds like keaton's right on track there you need that deliberate practice and once you master a specific skill you move on to the next one um but how do you like check like where you are with the skill like once you've it's become such a habit where you can just do it good enough how do you like remind yourself to keep moving forward and what james suggests is that you create a suggest a system for reflection and review which i personally have not done i'm curious if either of you have done that just just you wait for my goals at the end of the show because i might have done i might be doing just that this week it's it's interesting. Uh, do you do you have any like do you have any like teasers for us, or do we have to wait? Uh, you're gonna have to wait. Damn. You know, I think that we have this great accountability group, and we've naturally fallen into such a stride of like success and growth. But I think that there's still room to improve the dynamic of an accountability group, and create some ah. improved system that can help us evaluate ourselves and each other to increase the accountability now this uh if we were to do this you know we would be trying to create something very methodical and thought out kind of kind of like the cbe for the lakers now what what the heck is the cbe oh man thank you for asking for any western graduates or really any university graduate, no, it's not College of Business and Economics, the CBE. Uh, quite the contrary, actually. The CBE uh, stands for uh, Career Best Effort, and it was actually instituted by Pat Riley, who obviously the successful Lakers coach through the 80s, um, and then also is now uh, an executive with the Miami Heat and has overseen, I think, three championships over the last 14 years with the Miami Heat. So a very successful, a very uh, knowledgeable basketball mind um, and, you know, very much revered for that. But the CBE is essentially just like a math formula uh, that started in the, uh, I think it was the 86, 87 season. uh, No, sorry, 85, 86 season where they had just a loaded roster. They had like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Elgin Baylor. I mean, they just had like, like, you know... uh, just so many stars. Was it, it was like the Showtime. Golden State Warriors of today? Of exactly. The exactly. Okay. The Golden State Warriors of today for current basketball fans. Um, and sorry, Elgin Baylor was not on that team, I should mention. Um, but anyway, so regardless, uh, just a you know, Showtime Lakers stack team, and they started off so hot, super hot, like 25 and 6 or something like that. And then they just kind of fizzled out the rest of the season, lost in the Western Conference Finals, had a very forgettable season for being dubbed the greatest team of all time. Uh, at the start of that season. So what Pat Riley did is he created a metric where he could make sure that there was sustainable growth throughout the season. Because the whole thing with sports is you're not trying to be the best team on the first game. You're not trying to be the best team in the middle game. You're trying to be the best team at the end of the season. And if you're not having sustainable growth, unless you have a really, really, really talented team, you're probably not going to be the best team at the end of the season. So Pat Riley noticed the need for sustainable growth, and he instituted the CBE to make sure his players were statistically getting 1% better. Uh, I think it was every 
month getting one percent better each season i think each oh it's definitely through the through through the season as well though um because uh they would compare like december stats to november stats january stats to december stats etc etc um and the point of that is once again you want the team to be constantly improving and this was a way to measure that there's constant improvement throughout the season right so so with these with these so-called lakers they did an audit of each of the players stats i think from like high school until current to create a baseline for each player and then they tracked all these different statistics every game and created a mathematical system where they could add these statistics and come out with a score so they like ben was saying they tracked these throughout the season and compare month over month week over week season over season with the end goal of one percent better overall Mm -hmm. each season and and each month of the season right but cumulatively one percent at the end of the season right and uh and this this to me is just like very deliberate and that's where i don't even know if we can be that deliberate yet because we still are working out kinks and metrics and like what is worth measuring and what has statistical relevance, but I'm really curious how we can actually explore this topic Me too. And, and start introducing the data, right? Right. Reading, I, reading this chapter, I was like, I don't have the answer right now, but I think this is something that Strictly Business moving forward really needs to look into because I think that this is like the real big change driver. The author of the book, Atomic Habits, James Clear, has his own system and while it's cool, it's it's definitely less robust than the CBE. Jacob, do you want to tell me a little bit about his his yearly routine? Yeah, so he does two annual audits. Um, the first, he asks himself three questions, which is usually around like December, I think. Um, so kind of kind of the time we are now. He answers what went well this year, what didn't go well this year, and what did I learn. So he's kind of just like reflecting over the past year, be like, okay, like, how am I feeling with my habits? Um, what like habits did I not succeed? Why is that? I know that Ben is doing something like that now with his, his weeklies, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then six months later, he does an integrity, integrity review where he looks at what are the core values that drive my life and work? How am I living and working with integrity right now? And how can I set a higher standard in the future? So he's setting up two audits throughout the year where he's kind of looking like at all aspects of his life and like are the things I'm doing every day like making me better um what is not making me better and am I living the life I want to live and he was throughout the year each year he's tracking different different metrics as well is something he mentioned where so when he is doing the review it's not too subjective and it's not constrained to you know, maybe a specific month or a couple months that he remembers well. He's got he's got data in his notebook, and I think that's a key factor in doing successful and accurate audits of yourself. That because the numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. They don't. It's a fact. So, uh, I I wish that we had like oh, and here's how we're gonna solve that right now, but we don't yet. I, so you got to keep listening to us because we right. we don't have all the answers right now. Well, and one and one thing I will point out um, is number one, I want to give a shout out to Keaton because you know he he said he said he did it, and you know especially after discussing or he kind of went into what he said last week compared to chapter twenty, very on par with what James Clear was talking. So much so that I'm a little suspicious that Keaton kind of did a sneak peek at chapter twenty, and then you know had this idea. But my main point in all this is I think throughout this season, we read things in Atomic Habits that we were kind of already doing with our own goal-setting routines and techniques and and stuff like that. And so the point being is listeners as well as, you know, us is like, you know, goal-setting can can have all sorts of science behind it, but the main thing is just like starting a consistent goal-setting routine or habit, and you'll figure out things that you can read in Atomic Habits or figure out things that may, you may hear on this podcast on your own. It might just take a little bit longer to come come to those realizations, but you will get better at setting, ha- setting goals that'll be much more constructive to not only your well-being, but also just your achievement in general. 
how do how how do you break the beliefs that hold you back? You know, how do you do it? So I I this what he was talking about here was um, when you create a new habit, it's human nature to kind of like hold on to it and be like, this is my thing now. Like I'm the like, say you like um, I work out every day at six thirty, and you're like I work at like it's my thing. Like I I if I don't have this, I I would be lost. But say you have like a really like brutal injury and you're not able to work out at 630 in the same aspect, like Ben's wrist. Um, does Ben let it wreck him? And he's like, well, oh, what is my life now? Or say you're, you're an athlete and you're like, I'm a baseball player. It's who I am. And then you have a career ending injury and you're a little bit lost. So what he's saying is like, don't become your habits. You want to like, you want to have habits, but you don't want them to be your whole person. And I can totally relate to at one point staking my identity on a specific activity or interest or whatever. And, you know, maybe a few years ago, I would have been lost with a wrist injury. I couldn't have played basketball. I couldn't have done other various physical activities because that's very much what I was centered around. But now uh, as I've as I've added on, uh, you know, it's like to diversify in a portfolio. You know, we're we're not just a runner. We're not just a videographer. We're not just a nerd data nerd um we're more than just that and we stake our identity in more than just that so that if one thing we aren't able to do or a couple things we aren't able to do we still have other things that make us feel complete um and and you know that where our identity isn't hinged on just one or a couple things a really good exercise to to combat this this idea of pigeonholing yourself and putting you know putting all of your stake in like one aspect of your personality is to look at your per- like look at your self identification right now. Is it strongly based in a certain activity? And if it is, like at one point in time, like like Ben said, he you know would a pigeonhole himself. Like I totally did that. I said, I'm a videographer. I make videos. And what happens if you reach a point in time where you can't do that anymore? That's a problem. So look at this thing and ask yourself, what are the skills and qualities about me that make me good at this and make me like this thing? So, for instance, you know, Ben being a basketball player, it might turn into something like I am an active person. I'm up for a challenge, physical and mental. You know, I'm like, I don't I don't know, like you would be better at doing this, Ben. But it's the idea of like trying to find the qualities of it. Because those qualities can apply to new things as you as a person grow and adapt to the life that you're building because that is going to happen. And I I mean, you know, I think I think it's just uh, I I know being an outdoors person, a large portion of the outdoors community puts a lot of their identity into their outdoor activities. And um, I think like like that, that can very much be problematic when that's taken away. And I think James Clear said, you know, he was an athlete all his life. And when he wasn't an athlete you know, when his baseball career was done, it, it took some soul searching. I think we've all gone through that at one point um, or another where you have your identity and then you, and, and not to say it's bad. I think a lot of us experienced rapid growth from that crossroads of like, well, what am I, what am I trying to do? But at the very least, um, you know, trying to minimize just, just how big of a dip or rut that, that realization or that, uh, that crossroads is. Right. right. This is a great spot. Uh, for, you know, maybe, maybe a spot, uh, for Carhartt, because when people wear Carhartt, you can't tell if they're a construction worker, a hunter, a hipster, you name it. So you want to talk about clothing brands that really allow you to have a flexible personality. Mm. Look nowhere else, but Carhartt. It's true. I I have a Carhartt beanie. So what does that tell you? Keeps you warm and keeps you protected. Carhartt jackets and jeans. And beanies. And beanies. And shoes? I don't think so. Hmm. Damn. Well, what did you guys think of Atomic Habits? We finished it. We're done. You know, uh, you know, I enjoyed it so much so that you'll see my upcoming weekly goals. I'm going to read through some of the, the key chapters that, that, I think that I can derive more from from a reread. It's crazy to think that we started this book in uh grandma's cove on san juan island back <laughs> wow, in the summer right. yeah crazy <laughs> wow how long ago that was yeah that's what you get for reading like 
one to two chapters a week. Right. Slow. But slow that growth. was that was good because we were all able to read our own independent books alongside Atomic Habits. So right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good. It was a good read. It was insightful, and it definitely got me thinking more proactively about how I approach my goals, my habits, and my intentions. I don't think it has all the answers, but it's great food for thought. And I'm really glad that I have like two friends who are reading it so I can process out loud with you two. Right. Absolutely. The idea is I, also I think, think that's the, the real value. The biggest value I got from it was the showing up, which is like really manifested for me in the last couple of weeks, but it has been amazing. I think as Keaton alluded to, mine was definitely the uh the um uh the action, being in action. Just just freaking do it. Just go just, do it. What's the worst that can happen? It. You know, right. obviously analyzing the risk, but if the risk isn't that much or existent, then just freaking do it. If if pride gets in the way, if pride's the only obstacle, just go just go and do it, Keaton, you know? Why why are you telling me I'm I'm the king and just do it, you know? I'll get <laughs> This is a good spot for Nike too, if we wanted to get yeah, double sponsored. We, they said that last week, so we're we're holding out hope, Nike. I know you probably just uh emailed us at our old email address and not our new one. So once again, that's strictly business the pod at Gmail. Nike. right right anytime now That's right. um speaking of just doing it who wants to uh talk about just doing their goals next week uh the reigning champ should probably go first i would say yeah, you're and right i'll remind our listeners that i ben zach i'm in the reigning champ so uh going with goal number one uh is read back through uh key chapters of atomic habits um Goal number two, journal twice a day, once with a goal-related prompt. Uh, Goal number three, restructure dailies, weeklies, and monthly habit structure for 2021. Goal number four, one-legged balance social media use. So instead of standing social media use, I got a balance on one leg. Um, It's amazing. While on social media. Once I lose balance, I'm off social media. And I put in parentheses this time. Unless for strictly business post creation. Nice. Yeah. Are you gonna switch legs or are you gonna do just one leg? Switch legs. You know, I'm trying to balance it out, obviously. So right. like yeah. trying to go right one time and then left another time. Right. Um goal number five, do an annual report per atomic habits. So once again, we kind of kind of briefly touched on that, but just kind of some some uh some critical thinking coupled with just writing based on prompts uh to 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 uh effectively reflect and plan for the upcoming year right and that's my goals you know so i'm hoping for five five out of five i'm hoping to to get the (laughs) first step towards a perfect season me too for you uh my, (laughs) my goals yikes uh, yoga in the morning six times and active six times all on that don't miss two days in a row thing uh second is no phone in my room after 9 p.m eight is i want to do my dailies ben eyes did not, even, did not even perk up and nine i want to read a page a day three edited photos and three social media posts and then 10 is my daily goal every day of Duolingo. I have some goals too. Uh, number one is to have my TV turned off by 10, 35 days out of the week. Number two, look at my habit stacking circuit daily, perform one list and task each time. Number three is have my Kindle waiting for me on my made bed every night. Number four is to do something active every day and drink 120 ounces of water six days of the week. And number five is to do 15 minutes of bass guitar fundamental practice every single day. Woo! Very nice. Very nice. Well, that was that was it. That was season three. Wait, what? That was season three? Yeah, we finished it's over? it right just today. It's over. Holy crap, man. Yeah. I wish it... Jeez, I wish... Time flies, doesn't it, Jacob? I really, I already miss it. I already miss it, too. Let me tell you. You know, I think I'm going to miss it for seven days, and then season four is going to start, and I'm going to be probably even more excited. 
yeah, season three's gonna be in the rearview mirror, and we're not looking back. This is the no. last time we look at you, season three, and then we're moving on. So we're moving right on, and yeah. we don't, we're not gonna miss you. Jeez, one one person I wanted to thank for season three is James Clear for providing yeah, some you, reading material for the podcast. I know we pooped on you a lot, but we really appreciate all the hard work and insight you've given us with your lifetime of work. Thank you, James. And congratulations to Ben for winning season three. Good match. Con- congratulations to Ben. Thank you, Congratulations guys. to the, the listener, too, for listening to season three. I mean, that uh, that means something. Yeah. Right, and guys? Yeah, yeah. Guys? Go- going into season four, I'd recommend, okay, you might be listening and you, you might listen to three seasons by now. And you might have done nothing. You might have taken no action with your life besides listening to this. And if that's the case, thank you. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. But I hope you're setting goals. And I want I want the I want you to be doing the cream of the crop task. The 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 first thing on the priority list of growing as an individual, in our humble opinion, is to identify some really great friends of yours. And create some form of accountability. Make a system and make it repeatable and sustainable and fun. And I think the, the biggest thing that we did that made it sustainable that I think is good advice. You know, if you're if you have a close set of friends that you're meet, meeting with over video chat or in person once a week, you might want to talk for an hour, hour and a half. Do a hard cap at something that's sustainable, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe max. Because everyone can make 15 to 30 minutes of time in their week. It's a little more difficult to want to commit to an hour, hour and a half of catching up with your buddies and being accountable for each other. So, so just try to make it all about strictly business, um, all about uh, personal development, growth. You know, if you guys want to hang out and shoot the shit, do it outside of that accountability group meeting. But make it sustainable. Make it easy. Make it fun. Amen. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll see you in season four. Yeah. Shave my head like little Bill Three times she rubbed my head like Princess Jasmine Not in this life but cheap thrills Fit the Apple logo, fragmented the clip like Holyfield Clipping and popping, tell the engineer I'm rocking Z Super Saiyan Getting paid in full, I'm looking for this message in a bottle Why you think I hopped in the water in the first place? Exhale, you nothing till you weather the storm, young sailor. Beat the chest like the silverback, next wall like Jermaine Taylor. Wisdom got nurtured by the experience, learn from it. The wind blew cold like an Aquarius. It hit fierce like a bigger afro than Misty Night. Black Ranger roaring more like the grizzly type. They blaming niggas but not addressing the issue, right? No. Put us in outrage and not tell us about the census, right? I can close my eyes or pick up a pen and write.